You're listening to the Visionary Life Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Rydell. Each week, I'll bring you conversations with the most passionate business owners on this earth in hopes that you'll be able to absorb their wisdom, avoid their failures, and feel less alone on the roller coaster ride that is entrepreneurship. This season, I'll be chatting with creative thinkers, masterful marketers, brick and mortar shop owners, well known visionaries, and people just like you who have a story to share or a brand that inspires. If I can share one quick secret with you before we get into the episode, it's that we all have a little bit of visionary inside of us. You know, that spark that nudges us to pursue our full potential in this lifetime. But perhaps somewhere along the line, it got covered up. I'm here to tell you that it's never too late to explore that inner voice and access the brilliance deep down inside of you. It's in you. It's in all of us. Let's dive in. If you have a business or you're thinking of starting one in 2021, you've likely spent a bunch of time contemplating your marketing and promotional plans. What worked for you this past year? What didn't work? What needs to shift? What channels have you totally neglected that you need to be showing up on? Don't worry, visionary. I've got you covered. If you're wondering why we're doing a deep dive on marketing trends today, it's because marketing is truly the lifeblood of your business. Marketing is anything and everything you do to drum up awareness of your products and services with the intention of making sure that your dream clients know that your business exists and that they have enough information to make an informed decision about whether or not your products and services are for them. If you land on the right marketing strategy in 2021, you can expect to double or triple or 10 X your business. And who doesn't want that? But keeping up with marketing requires a keen eye. It requires a keen eye on the world, on the current themes and what your clients are responding to. I mean, just look down memory lane to see how much things have changed. Hundreds of years ago, marketing was mainly done by word of mouth. If you needed to purchase some butter or bread, you would ask someone in the community who the bread maker was, and they'd probably give you their approximate address or location. You'd walk over there and then you were a lifetime customer. It was pretty simple, not easy, but simple back then. 50 years ago, marketing was mainly done through print advertising and radio ads. I mean, in my grandparents' generation, you would hear about a new product or a new fridge or new oven uh, through things like the newspaper or when you tuned into the radio station, the one or two stations you had. 20 years ago, marketing was mainly done through TV ads, right? With the rise of cable television, uh, that's where a lot of new products and services were communicated to families. And I know that's where my parents learned a lot of what they ended up purchasing and how they made informed decisions was through TV ads. Two years ago, I mean, the birth of Facebook ads was huge and a lot of digital marketing. And you know what? Two years from now, 10 years from now, 50 years from now, 100 years from now, things are going to only continue to shift. Today, things are looking different with the global pandemic. I mean, the way we marketed in 2019 was totally different than the pivot to 2020 when COVID hit and when everything shifted, mostly online. 
And again, this just reconfirms that we need to be ready as business owners to adapt and to change at any moment. We should be continually evolving our marketing strategies, whether pandemics hit or not. And we want to stay relevant and top of mind with our customers. And that means we need to meet our customers where they're currently responding to advertisements and promotions like ours. I know you're a savvy visionary, so I'm sure you already know this, but I just want to ask you something. Are you prepared for how your marketing strategy might need to shift in 2021? And are you aware of some of the trends that are happening right now in the marketing industry? Well, today I'm going to predict some of the trends that are on the cusp of dying. Some of them, it's a very good thing. Uh, while I'm also going to share what I believe is going to be replacing them. So here we go. Let's dive into the top 10 marketing trends of 2021. And, you know, before I do dive into this, I just want to share that I have been studying marketing and working in marketing for almost a decade now. And though I am not necessarily the top expert, I am a practicer of marketing. I am constantly, when I'm driving around, when I'm hit with a Facebook ad, when I'm using Google to search for something, I'm always dissecting why I buy something, why I am turned on or turned off by a message. I constantly look through my bank statements and say, oh, this is the reason why I keep giving money to this business, or this is the reason why I'm canceling this subscription. So as somebody who not only teaches marketing strategy, I have worked for various large companies in marketing. I am also a consumer of marketing, just like you. And so I love dissecting these trends for you, and I can't wait to make this an annual episode. A quick word from our premier sponsor of the Visionary Life podcast, and that is Healthy Planet. If you are a health nut like me, you're going to love that you can save money on the brands you already purchase by ordering online from Healthy Planet. They love our visionary community and want to support all of us in living our best lives. So you can shop at Healthy Planet entirely online and products will be dropped at your doorstep within just a few days. It's so easy, so convenient, and that gives you no excuse to say it's really hard to eat healthy, because it's not. So treat your body, your mind, and your business with the fuel it deserves from Healthy Planet. You can shop by department, dietary need, or even just check out the sale rack. It's such an efficient way to ensure you're stocked up on all your favorite health goods all of the time. Use code VISIONARY10 at checkout to save on your Healthy Planet order. That's VISIONARY10 at checkout. So trend number one is no more vanilla messaging. You know what I mean when I say vanilla, right? In this case, a business that is boring, predictable, and has no standout messaging. Trend number one is that we're oversaturated with vanilla brands, and we are so ready for brands that are polarizing, that are bold, and that aren't afraid to take a strong stance on the subject matter at hand. If you think that Instagram is the place to build a business and you are a marketing coach, tell us and shout it from the rooftops. If you have your own take on COVID-19, you're allowed to speak up. Your voice matters. If you believe in homeschooling your kids and you have something to say about it, let us know why. 
What I'm trying to say here is that simply being the generalist who has no opinions and takes no stances is so blah. I recently sent out an email to my list with the subject line that said, be like eggnog, be polarizing. (laughs) I had sent an email to a friend and I said, do you want to bake eggnog biscotti this weekend? And she's like, she said back, oh, I hate eggnog. And I realized, oh yeah, eggnog isn't for everyone and it shouldn't be for everyone. In fact, eggnog finds way more success because it appeals to a small group of really loyal fans rather than to the entire world, right? Those loyal fans, they buy like eight cartons of eggnog every single December. They don't try to position eggnog as the drink for everyone, but it is the drink for someone. So what I'm saying in this is that if you feel like you've been suppressing some of your opinions or some of your bold messages that you've been dying to share with the world, 2021 is the time to do it. We don't need you to be a generalist with no opinions. We need your brand to be bold, to share unpopular beliefs, to be vibrant in your branding, to speak your truth, to celebrate unfollows when people say, you know what, this business or this brand isn't for me. We need you to change the lives of those who need you. Do not be afraid to shine bright visionary. I'm telling you the moment I started taking a more bold stance on how I coach, how I work with people, what I believe when it comes to growing a visionary business, a successful business, it was like my message became a magnet and I started to find and to work with people who are truly my dream clients. So yeah, this means that not everybody sticks around because you have an opinion. However, that is okay. So in 2021, I believe that it's going to be in your best interest to take a stance, to not be afraid and to be like eggnog and be polarizing. And if you don't know what the word polarizing means, go check it out um, in your local dictionary. Okay. Trend number two is going to be all about coming back home. This marketing trend is going to be about spending dollars within a radius of where we live rather than seeing our world as this global economy, which it is, and which is amazing. I think in 2021, we're going to have a keen interest in spending money with our local bricks and mortar shops, with the craft makers and with the incredible makers who are literally within arm's reach of us. We've all heard about how Jeff Bezos is taking over the world with Amazon and how his wealth growth during this pandemic has been over 90 billion within about nine months. And that means his wealth is up 80% to where it was last year at this time. And this is according to USA Today. Isn't that crazy? I mean, I, I personally have purchased from Amazon before, so I'm not saying we're bad people from purchasing. It's a great service. They have addressed a need that people have, which is having products and and tech gadgets and whatever they could possibly want on demand. But what we're really feeling throughout this global pandemic is that 
we have this underlying sadness for the small businesses and the shops that line our local streets who have been forced to shutter while we're still able to support these essential quote unquote stores like Walmart, Costco, Amazon. And I think it's an unsettling feeling for a lot of us. In the beginning of the pandemic, we understood, we thought, okay, lockdown, stay safe. But now we're seeing that there are so many inconsistencies and incongruencies with who we're allowed to spend our money with, like Walmart. And by the way, I was in a Walmart recently and there were like 400 people in there. Yet there are these small businesses who are not contributing to this pandemic and being unsafe, yet they're being forced to shutter. So this is absolutely ludicrous. I'm sure you feel me and you hear me on this if you are a listener of this show. Um, but this year is the time to come back home and a marketing trend for you as a business is to really focus on the potential dream clients who are within your radius, who are within your neighborhood, who are within your local community. Much as we love having access to the global marketplace, it's time to talk directly to the people in your direct circle, in your community, who are going to be the purchasers of your product. This year, Dave and I decided to do all of our shopping from our neighborhood vendors. Um, we live 10 steps away from the downtown of our hometown where we live now, and we have the greatest little shops lining our streets. So it felt important to spend money in the right spots. And not only that, connecting with the makers of the products you're buying is such a cool part of shopping. So this is another um, piece of this trend that if you are a local maker, you have a local business, or even if you have an online business, get to know people in your community, tell them your story. They are going to be your biggest supporters in 2021. Um, it was so much fun being out and about yesterday and taking the time to connect with the local shop owners. I mean, Dave and I met so many great people and I know that I will become lifetime customers of these businesses and I won't be ordering the things that I bought yesterday locally. I won't be ordering them online ever again. The women who I met who run the local health food store, we bonded over attending the same holistic nutrition school. So there's already uh, a little um, bond there. I had some fun conversations and Dave did too with the local soap maker about how she loves partnering with breweries and making sudsy beer soaps. And we just thought it was so cool that she's taking beer um, from some of these breweries that we love. And uh, again, I'll be buying my soap there for the rest of my life. The guy who owns our local bookstore, he knows every single book inside of this little jam-packed shop and he loves pointing you in the right direction and he can order in any book we want. And it's not at a price that's astronomical. It's the same as you get it on Amazon. So again, next time I need a book, I'm going to go to him rather than just priming it to myself. So it's going to be so rewarding for people to bring their money back home to their local neighborhoods, to their local shop makers and artists and vendors. And the trend for 2021, if you are a business owner is to get to know your community and make sure that you have a presence there. Yes. Online business is amazing. I'll be the first to say that, but I also think you cannot discount the people who are right outside of your front door. Trend number three is the death of the social media influencer who has no thought leadership. 
<laughs> okay, what do I mean by this? So how do we define influencers? They are generally people with the ability to influence potential buyers, you and I, of a product or service by promoting or recommending the items through social media for the most part. Typically, you see them on Instagram posing with a product, saying they love it and that they use it. And I hope they do. And typically, they are beautiful human beings who look polished and put together and perfect all of the time. They sure know how to post and edit a photo. And typically, they have a lot of followers. So this actually has come to be a profession in the last five years or so. And to be clear, I am not saying they don't work their ass off and have real businesses because they do. In fact, I'm friends with many influencers and I admire what they do. It's hard work to be a full-time content creator. And this year, I do think though, that there is an overflow of influencers. So the market has kind of reached peak saturation. And now we're seeing this influx of fake influencers who don't add value, who are scamming brands with fake followers and non-attentive audiences. And in the years before influencers, you had to have a unique viewpoint or a lens on the world in order to get your message out. You had to have a blog with some really interesting content, um, or you had to be an author who had, uh, maybe a true point of view on something, but with the birth of social media, it kind of meant that anyone could have a platform and sometimes just based on their looks, their popularity, or a quick rise to fame. So my prediction is that this year, influence influencers without thought leadership are going to die off. This goes along with my other point about being polarizing and having a bold message. I think this is the year that we stop paying attention to people who really don't add value to the world, who don't add their own take on something while promoting it. So if you are an influencer, my advice would be to really figure out what is your brand message about what do you stand for and what do you not stand for? And can you talk about that more? And if you are a brand who actually works with influencers, maybe you partner with influencers to promote your products and services, I would really be picky and diligent about who you are going to work with because a lot of these influencers, they have audiences that are only there based on aesthetic looks, um, and who really don't actually pay attention to the thought leadership of these influencers. So really the shift I'm predicting is that it's not enough to stand in front of a lens, take a photo with your product and to instantly have, um, more sales of that product. There needs to be substance. You need an audience who's captive. And really we need people to bring some fresh perspectives, some fresh ideas that are truly captivating of our attention. So in this marketing trend, number three, it's the death of the influencer who has no thought leadership. It also means it is the rise of the influencer or of the brand who has a lot of thought leadership and thought leadership is really where you are putting your own thoughts and perspectives and opinions on a matter that means something to you. Marketing trend number four is all about true leadership. 
the do what I say and not what I do is no longer going to be attractive. So do you want to know something that's really unsexy? When somebody tells you what they do or what to do rather, but then they don't lead by example, they're clearly not practicing what they preach. Like some of you probably saw when California governor Gavin Newsom, he said he made a bad mistake by attending a friend's birthday dinner during a spike in a coronavirus um, breakout. And the governor had previously gone on to say, don't leave your home. Make sure you stay inside. If you are going to go out, wear a mask, do not dine indoors. And then he was caught on camera doing all of those things. I mean, do you really want to take advice from somebody who isn't walking the walk? It feels gross, right? People gave this governor so much backlash and rightfully so. Someone can have all the credentials in the world, but if you don't see them living what they preach, then you shouldn't be interested in learning from them. Whether that's a doctor, a politician, a marketer, I personally am only going to trust people who are leading from the front. And that's not to say that you only need to align yourself or work with people or trust people who are perfect. Nobody is perfect. But when there's an incongruency in what they say versus what they do, there's a, a huge mismatch there. And as a marketer, I see that as a way to completely tarnish your brand. This is the year when we're going to wake up and we're going to stop taking advice from people who are not true leaders. Leadership is more than a title. It's the way you live your life. It's the energy you exude. It's the decisions you make when nobody's watching and nobody is going to see. And so as a business owner, you need to lead yourself first and people will become attracted to you. People will spend their money with you. I promise you. Because we learn from what people do as much as from what people say. So if you can be a true leader, that is in and of itself a marketing strategy. Leaders shine. They attract others to follow them. And so the marketing tip here is to lead yourself first, to go back to you. How do you need to change your life? How do you need to act more in congruence with what you are preaching? Where do you need to make changes? Because that's going to ripple into the people who want to work with you and support your business. Marketing trend number five. So with number five, my prediction is that Instagram feed updates are no longer needed at such a consistent and frequent rate, but the Instagram feed will still act as a place for your dream clients to scope out what your business is about. The trend in 2021 is that your dream clients want more behind the scenes, real life content. So if you've been using Instagram as a platform to grow your business, you've probably noticed that your engagement, so the amount of likes and the amount of comments that you receive on your photos in your feed, it's gone down, right? I think everyone can kind of agree with that. Yet, hopefully you've also noticed there has been an upswing of people who are watching your stories. 
So as a marketer, what I would be doing is putting on my analytical cap and saying, okay, well, if people are clearly more interested in the video snippets, the stories, the behind the scenes, when I'm dancing with my children in my kitchen, or when I am decorating my home or reorganizing my pantry, then I should be posting more of that versus the feed photos. So again, this is just data. When we are looking at how we can revise our strategies for 2021, have a critical eye on what worked and what didn't last year and don't fight something that's not working. It just means that that's not the avenue, but there's likely another avenue that your customers, your clients are spending time on. So obviously the feed will still hold a place. Although it's dying a slow death, it also acts kind of as a micro website where a customer can come drop in once in a while, not daily anymore, and they can see what you're all about, right? So do you need updated content on the feed? I think yes, but daily posts are not needed. Stories are where people are paying attention. Stories are where they can feel connected and where they can get to know you. And because we are starved for connection right now, the more you can bring someone behind the scenes of your life and of your business, the better they're going to feel that bond with you. The same way I was saying, I feel that bond with the local vendors who I met yesterday. If you can give somebody that same connection, uh, without leaving your home. And we know we are starved for connection right now, then they are going to become a lifetime customer because they're going to feel that bond between you. So trend number five is that successful marketing is not about having a perfect Instagram feed, but it's rather about being a real person, putting a voice to your brand and sharing more real and behind the scenes footage of your life, of your business and who you really are. Okay. Trend number six is that blogging isn't dead. In fact, it's your secret weapon for SEO performance. So start that dang blog. So I want to ask you this, what type of consistent weekly content are you producing? You should absolutely be producing one version of weekly content. That means every single week. And that means hopefully it's on the same day every single week to keep yourself accountable, whether that's a YouTube video, a blog, a podcast, or something else. But what type of consistent weekly content are you producing? Because this is going to be your secret SEO or search engine optimization performer. I have been updating the visionary life blog for over three years now. And after about two years, I really found my place on Google as a search engine. And let me tell you, it is an amazing feeling to have people booking in discovery calls every single day based on finding me through a Google search. So if you don't have a blog or a podcast or some type of content that you update on your website each week, start now. It's never too late. There was a narrative for a while that blogging is dead and people gave up their blog because they're like, who's actually reading this? And yeah, maybe nobody's necessarily reading your blog from start to finish, but it certainly is contributing to keywords and how Google ranks your website in the SEO rankings. So when people say blogging is dead, that is really a blanket statement. Blogging is literally what keeps Google search engines alive. 
It's always pulling keywords and the relevant content from the entire worldwide web. So don't forget to add your take to it, especially when it comes to the current themes and relevant messaging of what's going on in the world. So I talk a lot about making sure your marketing reflects current themes and reflects what's happening in our world. So for example, when Instagram reels were becoming popular, I wrote a blog post about it. Sure enough, this blog post now ranks in the top search results when you type in IG real ideas. And a friend actually sent it to me the other day. He said, I'm looking for some Instagram real ideas and guess what popped up. <laughs> so, you know, if you still don't believe me that you need a blog, when you need a recipe for banana chocolate chip muffins, what do you do? You probably Google it and you pull from the top uh, page of Google. When you want to learn how to do a at-home Pilates class, you probably Google or YouTube it. When you need to learn how to repair your leaky fridge, what do you do? You probably Google it. So again, these are all factors that drive people to your website and that potentially have them end up purchasing from you. So update your damn blog, whether you start a podcast and get transcripts made, or you uh, record coaching calls and again, do transcripts or summary notes or blogging. Um, it's not dead. You need to get back on it. And for me, it has been one of the best things I've invested time and energy into. So with marketing trend number six, I want to share that blogging isn't dead. We're still looking for high quality content and your dream clients are going to find you because of your updated, consistent weekly content. Marketing trend number seven is that the business who makes it easiest to shop from them wins. So the goal here in marketing in 2021 is to take away all friction so that customers can buy from you with ease. I believe that more money will continue to be spent with the businesses that make it easiest to shop with them. This is exactly why Amazon prime is doing so well right now because they've taken away all friction. They have every product you can log in through an app, with one click checkout, you can have that product at your door within a matter of days. It's absolutely nuts. So what we need to learn from this is that if you, as a business, if you send people down too many spirals to talk to you or to work with you or to spend money with you, they're just going to click off and leave and spend their money with another business. That's why prime is so great is because it's frictionless. So when I say frictionless, it's like, because they've taken away all friction towards making a purchasing decision. It's so easy one tap. So we need to be adopting that in our business. If people can't figure out how to work with you or who you work with or how to book a call with you or where to check out, then they are definitely not going to spend their hard earned money with you. There's a thing called decision fatigue. And by the end of the day, we are all fatigued with making decisions. The only thing we can do is spend our money with the person who makes it the easiest. Your job as a marketer is really to spread eye-catching messages, but also to ensure that those eye-catching messages lead to conversion. Like imagine heading to a grocery store and not being able to find the checkout. If you're wandering around for 10 minutes and you still can't find it because there's no signs, no arrows, nobody to help you out. 
But then you realize, okay, well, there is a little variety store next to my house and it also has the same items that I'm about to check out within this grocery store. What are you going to do? You're just going to drop everything, leave through the grocery store front door, head over to your variety store, grab those same items, get home because there's less friction involved in that purchase. So the marketing trend for 2021 is to make it easy for people to spend their money with you. Don't leave it to chance that they can figure out how to learn about your products, how to go through your checkout process. You know, this also means you need clear call to actions. Tell them at the end of an email to book a call with you by following this simple step or to enroll in your course by following these three steps. Don't complicate the roads that get people to spend their money with you and make it frictionless. Trend number eight is all about true connection. If you don't really care about your clients, your business is going to hit a wall in 2021. We are starved for connection. This year has been a loneliness pandemic. And I'm sure you've heard, but the number one killer is not about overweight. It's not about being a smoker, but it's actually that loneliness is the number one killer of people. Loneliness has a huge effect on people's health. And I think that this year has taught us that we are lonelier than ever. And that community is something that we're in a deep lack of right now. If you are someone as a business owner who can truly connect with your clients, whether in person or through a screen, then you're going to win this year. If you genuinely care, if you genuinely serve when it's not asked of you and you put your best foot forward all the time for your clients, you are going to win in 2021. In fact, I think the people who are going to thrive this year are the businesses that take it a step further and that treat their clients like they are friends, like they are family. My husband has a favorite Indian spot near to where we live and actually, actually closer to where he grew up. And he's been going there since university. He hadn't been to this Indian spot to grab takeout in probably a year, but he popped back in earlier this week. And sure enough, they remembered his name. They asked how his family was doing. They remembered his exact order and it is a specific order. And we had this conversation about that because he came home and he said, oh, I hadn't been to Kismet in so long. And here's what happened. And we just chatted about how that true connection with their clients, how they probably do that with all of their customers who come through the door. That is what truly makes a difference. That is a rarity in today's world. When people are just always onto the next customer. It's like, okay, sold that person something onto the next. Well, what if you simply went deeper with the people who have already spent money with you? If you can truly care about your clients, you will be the go-to choice for years to come. So marketing trend number eight is to actually care, go beyond the whole client to customer or a business owner to customer relationship and understand who your customers are on a personal level, on an individual level and find out what makes them tick. It's not enough to treat people as an order number 
We are starved for connection. We are craving more of that interaction with people who seem to care. And as businesses, you have the potential to do that nurturing one customer at a time, like they matter. And I hope that they do matter in your life. Trend number nine is a shift from self-centered marketing to client-centered marketing. So my business coach always says that your client is the hero in your story, not you. Yet so many of you listening who are coaches or consultants or solopreneurs or freelancers, you make the story about you that's front and center of your brand. And the thing is, nobody walks around wanting to know more about you necessarily. They're thinking about themselves and they wanna know how you can help them. So if we can make our client the center of our story, our client the center of our journey, then it really lights them up as the reason why we exist. I always think of this, um, this lesson that I take my students through where I have them write their vision statement. And oftentimes the first iteration of their vision statement is like, I, uh, my vision is to make $10,000 in the next six months, or my vision is to, uh, have a business where I help people get fit and I want to run this business from an Island and eventually retire by the time I'm 40. And I look at these visions and I say, if your wildest dreams really did come true and it's going to change nobody's life except for your own, I feel like you can think bigger, like think in terms of impacting more people, not just you. Again, the shift from self-centered marketing to client-centered marketing, like The influencer who's posing on Instagram right now saying, I just had a six figure month. I just signed a client. I have tons of time freedom. That's them bragging about their own life as if it somehow puts you in that story. Don't work with people like that. They are totally self-centered. And again, if people are paying you money, they should be the center of your journey. So in thinking about how you can incorporate this into your marketing in 2021, think about putting storytelling of your client's successes front and center. Do case studies of before clients worked with you and after clients worked with you. Have testimonials as a really strong feature that sells your product or service. Make the client the hero in the story, not you. So that's marketing trend number nine. And marketing trend number 10, this one I hope resonates with you is a shift from the masculine marketing formula over to more of a feminine or just coming home to our inner marketer as a way to reach more clients. So I've told this story before, but back when I was starting my online business, I enrolled in an online coaching program. I won't say the name of it, but it taught you to build a business in a very masculine way. It was like put together one really high ticket coaching item and tell everyone that it's the best and that you're the top of your competition and then sell it to people by rubbing salt in their wound, telling them there's only two spots available and that they have to make a decision by this evening. And I'm learning all this going, okay, I understand how this can help me sell more, but for some reason it just never quite felt right for me. 
And I had this same conversation in a recent podcast recording, which you guys haven't heard yet. It'll appear in season seven, uh, with an amazing nutritionist named Jen Pike. And she talked a lot too, about how, when she launched her online business, a lot of what she was taught came from this masculine space of scarcity, of urgency, of time limited offers by now sell, sell, sell to this vulnerable person, put salt in their wound so that they, you know, buy out of a place of desperation. And when I first started in sales, I thought this was the way, but when I started practicing these principles that I was being taught and, you know, let me put a little asterisk here. I was being taught by a team of older white men, um, who, you know, didn't necessarily understand my nature and my composition as a woman. Nothing felt good when I started practicing that and telling people there were only three spots left and that there were fake deadlines and really in bringing them to a very vulnerable place to get them to buy from me, that is such an old way. And I really hope that this is the year that we see through that. And we understand when people are following somebody else's formula to sell, uh, rather than tuning in and understanding how to truly connect with their dream client. The new way of marketing and of selling is to have a heart to heart, to really listen to your client to really solve a problem and to believe in what you do enough that you don't have to rub salt in someone's wound. Yes, you can talk about their challenges. Yes, you can talk about their struggles. Yes, you can talk about their dream come true outcomes, but you don't have to do it in a place that beats them down, kicks them to the curb so that you can lift them back up again. Today, in following, instead of following sales scripts, I follow my heart. And not in corny ways, but I have genuine conversations with people and they appreciate it. And the thing is, a lot of those people end up saying, I can't exactly put my finger on why I decided to work with you as my marketing coach, but it was just in your approach in our first conversation. It was in the way you sent me voice memos. It was in the video message that you sent me just to follow up and see if I had any questions. And you know, that's not to say that I don't pitch clients. Like when I'm on a call, I will say the visionary method is starting in January. I think it would be perfect for you, but I don't do it in a way that makes them feel like they have to make a desperate decision or something they're not ready to commit to. I instead do it in a way that feels like a conversation with a friend. If I believe I can help them, I let them know gently that, you know, this program will bridge the gap from where you are now to having a business. And here's how to sign up. And here's what it looks like giving them the facts so that they can make a decision. Um, you know, marketing trend number 10 is to come home to your inner marketer, to be yourself. And if you're, uh, you know, no matter what gender you are listening to this, when I say moving from the masculine to the feminine market marketing formula, I'm more just saying the move from this very forced, strict, um, make quick decisions approach that we have been taught and that we have been met with over the last decade. And I'm saying it's okay to be more of who you are through this marketing process. If you're more soft-spoken, if you don't uh, feel comfortable pitching, but you have an intense belief in what you do and you clearly communicate to a client, here's how I work with people. Here is where most people start. Here's where most people end after they're done working with me. Here's the, the formula or the method I have to get you from A to B. 
then you will win also. You will prosper also. Uh, The trend in 2021 is going to be about having real conversations and never selling something to someone that they don't need. Never using fake tactics. We see through that and we don't need any more of that in the world. So marketing trend 10 is marketing as yourself, returning home to your inner marketer and knowing that when you follow somebody else's formula, it's their formula. So just because you implement it and nothing's working, it doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. It just means that you're not tuning in to that inner voice. So there you have it. Those are our top 10 marketing trends that I'm predicting for 2021. So let me recap each of those 10 trends. First, it's no more vanilla messaging. It is okay to be polarizing, bold, and to take a strong stance. In fact, that will be the only way to garner attention moving forward. Trend number two is about coming back home and shifting to a more local community-based support approach to where we spend our money. So show up in your local communities. Don't be afraid to make connections right outside your front door. Trend number three is the death of the social media influencer who has no thought leadership. It's time to have opinions on things, to make sure that you're more than just a pretty face trying to post photos, and to ensure that if you are going to work with someone as a business, that they have a true amount of followers who care about the message that they have to to share. Number four is about true leadership. So if you can lead right now, lead, lead from the front, lead yourself first, uh, and make sure that you practice what you preach as a business or people will see through it. Trend number five is that the Instagram feed updates are not going to be as necessary. People want the behind the scenes, the real talk, the authenticity, the day-to-day operations of what's going on. So give them that and don't be afraid to neglect the perfect Instagram feed. Trend number six is that blogging isn't dead. In fact, it is your secret weapon for SEO performance. So make sure you have that consistent weekly content going out because that is how people are going to find you in 2021. Trend number seven is to take away the friction. The business who makes it the easiest to shop with them in 2021 wins. So think about what Amazon Prime has done, how easy it is, and see how you can adopt that in your business. Trend number eight is that true connection is going to trump everything. We are starved for it. We are lonely as a collective. And if you can exude the fact that you truly care about the clients you work with, in fact, you treat them like friends and family, that's going to go a long way. Trend number nine is a shift from self-centered marketing to client-focused marketing. Make the client the hero of your journey. Make them the center of your story, whether that's through case studies, testimonials, or shining a spotlight on them. If you've heard of Shine Theory, it says that when you invest over the long term in helping someone be their best self or on um, making sure they shine, you shine in return. And trend number 10 is a shift away from the masculine marketing formulas and coming back home to our inner marketer, whether that's a more feminine based approach or just an approach that feels good in your soul, that is going to be trend number 10. So there you have it. Those are the top 10 marketing trends and things that we're going to see die out and things that we're going to see come into fruition in 2021. I hope you loved this episode and that you learned something from it. And I would love to hear from you, which of these marketing trends 
trends do you think I'm hitting the mark on? And on the other end of the spectrum, if you think that I shared one trend that, you know, probably isn't going to come true or you want to challenge me on that, I am okay with this. Remember, I'm fine with being polarizing because I know it brings in a lot of keen listeners, uh, but I'm also not afraid to be challenged by those of you who don't agree. So I'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Kelsey Rydell, and I will catch you guys in next week's episode, which is actually going to be the last episode of 2020. And it is going to be a year in review. So again, I'll be solo next week doing a year in review, my life, my business, recapping everything and sharing some goals for the new year. So until next time, have an amazing week, visionaries, and I will see you soon. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Visionary Life. I love bringing you these conversations on a weekly basis. So it would mean so much to me if you could help me out by rating and reviewing the show in your iTunes app. You can also support the show by taking a quick screenshot of the episode and sharing it on your Instagram stories, tagging me at Kelsey Rydell. I'll catch you in the next episode. P.S. Whenever you're ready, there's a couple of ways that I can support you. So first thing, if you're ready to make your first or next $50,000 in business, explore how the Visionary Method business coaching experience can accelerate your growth. There'll be a link in the show notes. Also, if you're feeling lost, confused, or overwhelmed when it comes to starting an online business, reach out and book a free revision call with me. I'll offer you customized recommendations on how to get unstuck so you can live a life filled with joy, happiness, and fulfillment.